Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recorded live. And if you are, in fact, an
man. All right, Steve, you better get it together, buddy. Well, you know what? <laughs> it won't. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, you're going to have to, there's no way. I got to, I got to turn you up somehow. Hold on, man. Hold on. I got to turn you up. Hold on just a yeah, man. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Turn yourself up, man. I'm trying. I, I got that it all the way up. February 28th. February can 28th. Can you hear me now? Ah, uh, we can a little bit. Yeah, you, you, you there. You there. But you trust uh-huh. me, man. I, I can hear you. I just hope everybody else can hear you. Oh, Patrick. I don't know what. I, I don't know. You are you sound like you are so far away. So far yeah. away. Oh yeah, dude. What did you do? I didn't do anything. Same wow. thing. I, uh, I think it, it's gonna it's gonna make me well. It's already. Well, I mean, I guess you can always call back in. I don't know, Brad. I, I really, really don't know. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. Cause I, 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 just know, I just know that it is absolutely low. And you're, 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 um, yeah, your your audio is really, really low. Late Fry, what's going on my cousin now? Everybody's okay, tuning well, in. Um, I was going to talk to you a little bit, Stephen. But dude, I okay. can't hardly hear you. And I don't think anybody else can hear me. I don't know. Can anybody hear hear Stephen? Again, I don't know. Disaster. Okay. Disaster. Well, give, me, give me a minute. I'll call back. I'm going to hang up and call back. All right. Well, you, you do that. You do that. And, um, you do that, bro. And um, we'll, we'll go ahead and uh, go, go into things that uh, Okay, bud. Yeah. All right. Uh, what happened today? Things, things that happened today. It is. It's tell you what on this day, crazy. But uh, again, all we're doing is uh, gonna kill some time here. I'm waiting for Natalie uh to get uh on the line here. She's going to be talking a little bit about her encounter with a uh, a reptilian. Uh, she had, she had a, uh, a a decent little uh, tarot card reading with one of her friends, a good friend of hers, uh, here out of Akron, Ohio, and uh, she she I, I guess uh, while she was having her tarot tarot card reading, uh, this this medium, um, I I guess I don't know I I can't wait till till. Uh, Natalie comes on to talk about it, but she supposedly turned uh, turned reptilian. Uh, you could, she, I guess, Natalie said that she could just you could just see it, in her, you know, see it in her eyes and smell it in her breath. She was just wasn't normal, and uh, so knowing that, um, Natalie got a hold of me. She's good friends of mine, and. On top of that, I'm, I'm really good friends with her brother, and uh, 
her brother's like, well, what do you think, Matt? I'm going, well, let me let me hear her story. So she told Natalie, Natalie told me her story about you know how she went to get a tarot reading with Abby, her best friend, and uh, next thing you know, um, again, you know, she she kind of like looked over the table at Natalie and Abby and kind of like I don't know, I guess transforming her, trans transfiguring herself and uh, or whatnot and. There you have it. That's you know the that's how uh, Ab- Abby and Natalie decided to get uh, um, um, the the shit the reptilian interference. And I'm I'm trying to unmute this Cleveland call. I think that's Natalie. I'm not quite sure, but Natalie. Hi, Matt. <laughs> I want you to tell your story a lot better than I am. Like trashing it. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? We're good. We're good. I'm waiting on Stephen. He had connection issues. Oh, yeah. I had a little trouble connecting, but I didn't realize I had to put the um, user ID number in. Am I on the air now? Yes, you are. Who's, who's all with us? Um, you got about five people streaming on Facebook. You got about 30 people streaming on Speaker. You got about 25 people streaming on Twitter. You got enough. You got enough people to make uh, make yourself blush. Anyway, how was your week? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, my week's group? been good. You know, uh, been uh, relaxing a lot. Right. It's a right. nice weather. It's been so nice out. It's supposed to snow tomorrow. Or maybe good. that's Friday. This topic is definitely definitely an interesting topic. Oh, it sure is. I have, yeah, I have a lot of experience with a lot of um, paranormal things, but the reptilians are something that I'm very excited to talk about. So where should we start? Where should we start? Um, I, I guess one of the good places to start would be um, before your encounter, right? Before your encounter yeah. with, um, yeah, before your encounter with, this first experience of reptilian eyes, growling, snellings, or whatever, what else, all of what else have you had as far as like the alien um, or or you know extraterrestrial experience other than that one? Because that one. Okay, well, when I was like nineteen, it was um, it was the summer of two thousand nine. Yeah, I was nineteen. And um, my friend Sarah and I were um, getting ready to go to Nelson's Ledges, and it was going to be my first time ever going to a festival. It was like, um, it was a sublime, sublime tribute band or whatever. And um, before I went, or yeah, I went there. Yeah, so we went, I got back, and like when I came back, it's like um, I had this like itch in my head, you know? And it started, like, I started losing a lot of hair. And like, um, I went to the doctor, and they said it was stress. Like two weeks later, I go back to the doctor because um, I had like this itchy bald spot. I'm like, I still have it. Actually, I'm like touching it now as I'm talking about it. I have it. I still have this like itchy like bald spot. Um, anyway, I go to Falls Family Practice in Chicago Falls, and um, they like um, put it through an X or a CAT scan type thing, and um, they like put a shot in my head to numb it, and they told like they took out a like chip or, like, a magnet that they found in there, like, implanted in my head. And um, the doctor, 
the doctor I, still doesn't know, like, had no idea what it was, but um, he said, like, they couldn't, it got sent oh. to a lab. Hold on. Hit the brakes. Hit the okay. brakes for a minute. You said, now now you're talking implantation, right? Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm, and that I'm, was in, like, 2009. Okay. My, my, my question in, um, my question in regards to your implantation, right? Mm-hmm. How, how do you know for a fact, just out, out of curiosity, because there's a lot of people that have got controversial questions when it comes to alien implantations. Um, I don't know if you are you, brand new movie, brand new movie. It's called um, Patient Seventeen. Okay, um, Jimmy Church just interviewed the dude. Uh, uh, not too, not even like a few days ago. Anyway, he so he, he wrote really uh, a documentary on on this you know alien abductions and and or implants, right? So how yeah. do you know? How do you? We know that it's we know that it's real. Or at least I, I believe in it, right? Because yeah. I believe in terrestrial um, life. I believe in other life out there, right? So oh, absolutely. You, there has to be something else out there. They talk about it in the Bible. They talk about it everywhere, like the, the serpent people. They're, they exist. No, absolutely. You, now you're talking Nephilim. Now you're talking all kinds of things, you know, talking about that. We won't get into that for a minute. Oh, yeah. Hang, back to the, impl- the, impl- the implantation. Do you still, are you still affected by it, and can you feel it? Yes. I mean, they took it out of my head. You know, whatever was in there, but I still have the bald spot. Like, it's still, like, bumpy and red. And it itched me for probably a good, like, eight months, even after they took it out. But once, like, once they took it out, it, like, I stopped losing my hair. Like, I was, I'm, I mean, I was, like, literally pulling out handfuls of my hair. And I was, like, 19 years old. I was, like, just losing my hair. It was just falling out. And I was, like, what is going on? But as soon as, like, they, um, you know realize that I had something in my head, you know, and I still have the bald spot too. It's so crazy. I have to show you guys somehow. I can take a picture. But, um, yeah, as soon as I took it out, like, my hair stopped falling out. Um, the itching went away. But it's still – sometimes it still, like, bothers me from time to time. But, I mean, it, like, when it, the metal was – whatever it was, it was like a magnet. Um, they took it to a lab, and the um, doctor had no – they couldn't identify it. They couldn't identify, like, how it got in there or what it was. Well, I get a question. Does it affect your life today? Like, as I'm saying, does it affect your life today? Because a lot, no, of, not really. a lot of implants, people are affected by it, like, from they notice it, they notice it, right? And it completely affects their life. I'm talking about... Yeah, like if people, anything, it feels like, it feels like, uh, it feels like a spiritual... A spiritual limitation device, if I can, like, put it in, you know, better words for you guys to understand. I feel like in, the implants are a spiritual limitation devices. And it's something to limit you because most of people, because, you know, like, um, for instance, when I was pregnant, you know, they had me come in once a week to take my blood. And I remember, like, that's when I first found out about my blood type, which is O negative, you know, the RH negative. And... And then I started doing research, and most of the people that, you know, have been abducted have the same blood type. And um, 
uh, like I would go, my doctor would call me once a week because we, we can give, like if you have RH negative blood, you can give, you can give like, you know, blood, anyone can take your blood, but you can only receive blood from, you know, other O negatives. Wow. So, um, yeah, like okay. if you have RH negative blood type, which is O negative, you know, you can give your blood to anybody, but you can only, anyone can accept our blood. But we can only um, we can only take blood from other O negatives. I don't know if you knew that. I got you. But, yeah. Um, and and then I started researching. You know, I, I just didn't feel right. You know, going and they said I had to take this. Sh- I had to have a special shot, or my um, child would die. Or you know, like it wouldn't care. I wouldn't be able to hold my, um, the fetus. Right. So they had to give me a special shot and they had to take my blood all the time. And I just, it was not a very fun pregnancy. And I remember thinking to myself, what's wrong with it? Like, cause it's not, it's like, I'm, I grew up hearing like AB negative, AB positive, you know, I never really paid attention to my blood type until I was pregnant because I remember um, I was all about the law of attraction and I thought, Oh, negative sounded like, you know, like it was a bad thing, you know, then I started researching it and it was actually quite interesting what I found out. Right. And um, like every, like almost every person who's been abducted or had any type of experiences ha- have the same blood type, and you know, it's the blood type of like the um. There, there's a lot of conspiracy theories about this blood type. Some people say it's like the Nephilim blood type. Some people say it's like the Christ bloodline. There's just a lot of people that have their opinions on it. And there's a lot of research that's been written about it. Oh man. Okay. Um, so let's let's just assume, or just like let's go with that. Okay, with with what's happened to you from the implant, right? Yes. Your your spiritual awakening and your your um, your journey through life, right, as you knew it, right? And then yes. all of a sudden, I actually had my spiritual awakening after I had my second daughter. Okay. Okay, and then next thing you know, right? And next thing you know, you tell me a little bit about when you you met this um, reptilian. Um, the psych. Okay, this is okay. This is the interesting part. So, okay. um, my daughter is. A, I have two girls, Gianna and Bella. Um, after I had Isabella, was I was two. It was 2015, and I had like just turned 25, and that was like my big spiritual awakening. I mean, I've always been intuitive and whatnot. And at that time I was going through a really, really rough patch in my life. I just did not know what I was doing. I had just um, gotten married. You remember that um, to this evil, evil, evil man. And um, me and my um, best friend were just going through a lot. You know, we were just like extremely awake and it was just extremely like, I can't even describe it. We, we could literally read each other's minds. And it was just like, just all this energy and just like, it was just so fast. And um, she called me and we're both, I'm outside at my house. She's outside um, leaving her job. And she was like, um, I don't know what's going on with me right now. I just feel like this cloud of anxiety. And I was like, um, me too, you know? And she's like, I think we need to go to a psychic and ask her, you know, for like a spiritual, like a spiritual guidance, you know, like we needed spiritual guidance. We needed help, you know, with our spirituality. And 
I was like, that's a great idea. So we go there. And, so no, she calls. We've been trying to get into this lady. Her name's Phyllis. <laughs> um, Phyllis right. on we, um, we, right off Townsend Avenue. You know, and I'm, you know where it is. Yeah. And, um, so we've been trying to get into this psychic for like a year. And every time we would call, um, she would be booked up. She called, and she just happened to have, and Phyllis just happened to have two appointments back to back. And she, um, Abby calls me back. She's like, "Oh my God." We got in, and I was like, "Yes." And I was like, "I'll be at your, I'll meet you at your house in 15 minutes." Um, and she she meets me there. We drive together. Um, she leaves her car there. I drive. I stop at the sheep, like right on Howe Avenue, to take money out of the ATM because obviously they take cash. Um, then we drive there, and um, we pull in, and we go inside, and there's like a waiting room, and there's like. Um, I even went back and took pictures because it was so traumatizing what happened. Um, and I had to like face her and it was just crazy, but there's like a small couch, a um, little table, and there was like a loudspeaker, you know, like a little speaker in the waiting room. And um, she, Abby sits down and she's like, it feels weird. And I was like, okay. And the song Bad Blood by Taylor Swift is just playing on repeat. You know, that sounds... I like, do. now you got bad blood. Well, that song is literally, like, played three times. Um, she comes out, the, um, you know, the psychic, and she's like, who wants to go first? And me and Abby look at each other, and she said, and, um, you know, we can obviously, like, we, we're on the same wavelength. And um, so Abby goes first. Um, she closes, she goes, she walks in, she closes the door, and um, within, like, probably, like, 10 seconds, I just felt like I was just being spiritually attacked by something, but I couldn't see it, you know? So I run to my car um, and I'm just like chain smoking cigarettes. And um, I just like started crying. I just felt like I was just being attacked. I just felt like I didn't know what was attacking me. It was just like the most painful anxiety I can even, I can even describe. Um, so uh, I, I closed my eyes and I put my head down. And next thing you know, all these like black crows just like flock around the car. And there was like, there had to be at least like 70 black crows. Um, I put, I pray to God. I'm like, please God, give me a sign. I'm not supposed to be here. I look up and I'm parked right in front of a stop sign. Then there's like these like crows still flying everywhere. Next thing you know, my phone rings and it's my dad. He's like, Natalie, I do not know where you are right now, but you need to leave where you are right now. He said, me and your stepmom just had like a psychic attack about you. My whole family is like very spiritual, by the way, you know this. And right. um, so I'm like, dad, I don't, you, I, you don't even know what's going on right now. I can't describe it. And I'm just bawling my eyes out. And I didn't even go, I didn't even go in yet, but it was just like so, this depressed fear. It was just like, I was just, it was literally like I was in a dimension of hell. I can't describe it like other than being in hell, like mentally, like physically, spiritually, it was just hell. It even looks like hell. There's like black crows everywhere. It's just, it was just Natalie, Natalie, Hang on. There, when we've all run into like a negative energy, right? We all we all have. Yeah, exactly. So is that kind of what you got that feeling of? I mean, or was it worse than that? It was something. It was worse. It was worse than that. It was. Uh, yeah, it wasn't just bad. It wasn't just bad energy because I've been in houses that have had bad energy. And I'm thinking, like, this place needs sage. This was literally, like, a different dimension. 
the whole night after that this happened, it had it was not the same. Like t- it was like a, as if time stopped. And I'll explain how that goes carries on later. And all- yeah, it was just so much evil, and I just it's hard to explain. Hey, Stephen, are you with me, buddy? Can you hear her? Uh, yeah, I can hear. Yeah. What do you get? What do you think of that shit, man? That's 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 pretty deep, man. Uh, you know, I've, well, Stephen, I've, Stephen, I've Stephen, heard yeah. I've heard of different, you know, different people having that that you know type of experience, and uh, I've actually watched uh, video or actually a documentary uh, just the other day that was. Uh, Patient nineteen, right? Pa- right, patient seventeen. Or seventeen, we just, yeah. We just watched that, Natalie, and and I encourage everybody, and so does Stephen, to watch that video. That I if you totally believe, will. Yeah, I mean, if you believe you have an implant, which I'm not denying anyone anything, because I I totally believe that that the alien agenda or the extraterrestrial influence, right? They are making their mark somehow or another, whether it be in consciousness awakening or implantations. That's exactly what I think it is. It's a spiritual limitation device. They took one out at fall family practice. My doctor was Dr. Rafferty. And he like, I was awake during the procedure. You know, they just had to like put a shot, numb my, numb like my skull. And they took, it was just like a little chip like a little magnet type thing. It was so small. But that was like years ago. That was back in 2009. I was 19. That is deep, Matt. That is very That's deep. That's exactly what that guy had in his leg. It was a Let very small, tiny piece. Yeah, he had it in his leg. Um, I'm going to pull up your Facebook page, Natalie, to where... Okay. Um, that way people can know who is talking, right? Okay. Um, That's a great idea. Should I finish the story about the psychic? Yeah, go, please, finish finish that. Okay, finish. so um, I, as I said, I was like in the car praying. I was like, please, God, give me a sign. I'm not supposed to be here. I look up, and my car was literally parked in front of a stop sign. It was like, it was ho- the stop sign was holographically put in front of me because I know I did not park in front of the, steps, the stop sign. Like, if you look where the parking is in that street, the stop sign, it was facing the opposite way. Like, there's, and, but when I looked, when I prayed, some, somehow the stop sign appeared in front of me. I don't know, I can't put all the pieces together now because I've been trying to do that for, this happened two years ago and I'm still trying to like figure out why the hell did this happen to me. But anyway, um, so, like I said, um, I'm crying. I'm on the phone with my dad. I'm like, Dad, I don't know what's going on. He was like, I don't know where you are, but you need to leave. And um, within, I, and then anyway, I'm just like chain smoking cigarettes, and which seemed like forever, or very like just a very traumatic like ten minutes, however long it was. Um, Abby walks out, my best friend, who had just went in to see this psychic, and she's hunched over, and she looks like a completely different person. She just, it was like she had just seen a ghost. And I don't even have to ask her what happened because I can just see it in her face that it wasn't good. And she looks at me and she says, Natalie, 
I don't think you should, I don't want you to go in there, but I think you have to. And I just knew right away, you know, that something was wrong, you know, and I had to like, you know, being her twin flame, you know, it's like I had to do it, you know, it was something I had to do just so, and if I wouldn't have went in there, Abby would have spent the rest, like her whole life just so confused. The, the things she said to her and it was just, you know, insane. So um, I walk in and she says, give me your money and make a wish. And um, I look her in the eyes. I'm like, what did you do to my best friend? And she's she like, give me your money and make a wish. Is that what she said? Yeah, give me your money and make a wish. And, oh um, and I'm thinking in my mind, okay, um, I don't want to wish for anything like sinful, you know, like money, greed, anything like that. So I just like thought I was like, I was like spiritual. So I was like spiritual awakening in love, you know, like universal love or something like that. And um, I give her the money and uh, it was, I think it was like 40 something dollars. I remember giving her three twenties. And as soon as she tried giving me my change, it like shocked me. I couldn't, I did not want to accept the change from this woman. And it was like a lot of, it was like probably like a good $15 change. And I just did not want to touch it. Like as soon as it touched my hand, it was like this electrical shock. And next thing you know, it was like having an epidural. As soon as I look at her in the eyes, like deep in the eyes, it was like I was being hypnotized by her eyes. And um, it was like my soul came out of my body, but I could not, my, it was literally like having an epidural. I was relaxed. I had to answer its questions. And it was moving in like a back and forth of hypnotic motion with its eyes and its neck. And it was like, um, oh, my God, it was saying the craziest things. It was like, oh, God. It was like, oh, it told me I was going to burn in the way. It was pushing the Catholic religion on me so bad. It kept telling me I wasn't going to obey. It's like you're not going to obey. Um, you're going to burn in the lake of fire. It was pulling out pictures of its desk. And it was like, it was literally like sitting across the desk from the devil himself. The only thing on this things or entity's desk was a, um, a bobblehead of Mickey Mouse. It was a Mickey Mouse bobblehead. I have a question. Like, Natalie? Um... Have you ran into her outside of outside of that that reading? Have you ran into no, her again? No, but I did go back a year later, which was um, this was um, in 2016 when this happened. I went back in 2017 with my cousin Chris that you met. Right. Well, yeah, we went, was- I went back with the picture, and I took pictures, and I confronted her, and she didn't remember who I was. Do you remember me telling you, I mean, Stephen knows this, and a lot of our listeners and watchers know this, there's, there's walk-in, there's what's called a spiritual walk-in or demonic energy possession. Do you feel that that I think that's happen? what it was. And, yes, I do know about that. I really think that her body was being used as a host. And okay. I think she uses her body as a host for some type of reptilian thing. All I can tell you is everything she said was just trying information out of me. Cause, and at the time, I was going through a lot of evil stuff. But if she didn't tell me the things that she told me, um, you know, in fear, I would have made a lot of mistakes. And same with um, Abby, because, like, I didn't even go into what she told Abby. But it was, it was like warnings for everything. But it would say, like, really evil stuff with a smile on its face. And it would do this, like, lizard tongue thing. 
And it's like, we couldn't move because it was like, we were a hip, like under some type of hypnotic trance. That's it nuts. like knew it knew how to manipulate energy. If you know right. what I mean, it it definitely was able to manipulate time and space through some type of hermetics, and it did that with us for the entire night. It had like powers that most humans can't have. And and this was just that. This was see. Oh man! Wow. Wow. It was like through the it was like through the entire night, even after we left, it was like time did not exist. It was it was like we were on a different dimension that entire night. And it kept saying your husband loves you very much to me with like this evil smile on his face. And now he's in prison. He was he almost killed me. He um abducted me at gunpoint. He was the most evil person I've ever encountered in my life drugged me to marry him and it was just it was just a lot of really evil things it was saying and the only reason i went there was you know for some type of you know um clarification that you know someone to tell me like i'm on the wrong track because i was on the wrong track at the time um at the time i was um clearing people's energy using like essential oils and stuff and it kept telling me that um you know I, i'm gonna go to hell uh, it was trying to push hell on me like, I'm going to go to hell if I keep healing people. So this is like primarily just trying to influence your mind. Yes. Like, it was, it was using the law of attraction, knowing that we knew the law of attraction. It was like using the, trying to use the law of attraction to manifest negativity in our complete in chaos and destruction in our lives. Um, it told Abby um, that her, she has a, she, at the time her son was three years old, um, it told Abby, so how do you feel about the bathroom situation? And she's like, what do you mean the bathroom situation? She was like, how a man can dress up like a woman and go into the bathroom. What if um, your son gets, what if your three-year-old son gets raped by a tranny? It said that with like a smile on its face. Like, what kind of a sicko, you know? It's like trying to put stuff in her head. The manifest, like the most evil things. You ran into anything like that in the nature that that Natalie's talking about? Anything Uh, that nature? Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, I haven't even heard about anything like that. Um, it's only thing, out I, of I, can, world. Only thing I can say is that is that it. Uh, that's a, it, it. It sounds along the lines of a uh, like having a bad um, uh, uh, you get possessed by by something evil, and it. Uh, you know, it causes all kinds of problems and stuff. More like in a, uh, if you were to do a seance. That's what it seemed uh, like. It was like the most evil thing that I've ever went through in my life. Right. It was and, just and, and, really on a Ouija, board, uh, a Ouija board the same way. You can pull up a uh, evil entity there uh, if you're not careful. Uh, yeah, the craziest thing is it was pulling out pictures. It, it had a desk, and it was pulling out. It pulled out this old picture of Jesus because I grew up Catholic, and my parents used to have this picture of Jesus in our living room. And when I was like three years old, I had a really bad dream about this picture of Jesus, and it like winked at me with like one eye. And I still remember this dream from when I was like three years old. And I made my parents take down this picture of Jesus. I could not walk in my living room. You know, I was afraid to go in my living room, and it pulled out that same picture of Jesus. 
saying, this is Jesus Christ. You know, this is Jesus. You must obey him. The same picture of Jesus that gave me nightmares. And I just knew that wasn't the real Jesus. You know what I mean? What do you mean you knew that was not the real Jesus? Like, I remember, I just knew when I was a little kid that the picture of Jesus that um, my parents had in our living room was not Jesus. It was something evil. And this reptilian psychic pulled out a picture of the same Jesus that was in my living room with an evil smile on its face saying, you know, this is Jesus Christ. You must obey him. He's God. And I was like arguing with her, but I was like under an epidural type thing. And I was like, it was just weird. This whole, the whole thing was just, it was trying to push religion on me. It was trying to push some type of control. It was kept telling, it was obsessed with my family. It, It kept asking questions about my brother, Anthony, you know, and right. he was in Utah. He was in Utah at the time, going through some type of spiritual journey. And um, it was like, your brother is messing around with the white powder, I see. And I'm like, what do you mean white powder? And um, I had no idea what she was talking about or what it was talking about. But that night I called my brother, you know, and he was like, that's so weird. Because he um, was messing around with this stuff. I, I forget what it's called, but it's like this white powder gold. You know what I'm talking about? No idea. It's, it's like white powder, but you can make gold out of it as some, something for energy. Okay, now you have alchemical alchemical properties from a substance. I know what you're talking about. I don't know the name for it. I, yeah, I but do it was know like something for alchemy or something. It was some type of white powder gold. And um, it told me that my brother was that we we're all and it kept saying there was a demon attached to my dad. Yeah. The um, 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 the the alien. I got a question for you. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. When whenever you have went through like Masonic lodge properties slash ceremonies, right? Because I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I'm a person who doesn't believe in the whole demonic possession thing unless your own spirit at that time. Um, is is craving or would willingly allow that experience to happen. That is the way I believe. That is my belief. Okay. Yeah. So um, during your your Masonic, hang on, Natalie, because we're going to get right back to the same topic. Okay. Because this, this is on the same lines as what you're discussing, Stephen. When you went through a Masonic lodge slash ceremony, right? Right. Because a lot of the ceremonies at a, at a Masonic level all all kind of like geared towards like Egyptian, satanic, ritual type stuff, da 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 da, right? Well, you actually have uh, God, you have uh, the Egyptian part of it, uh, you have. Uh, Let's see, because you know a lot of it happened uh, back during the time of the pharaohs. Okay, uh, in fact, uh, you know that's when you became uh, like the first level is entered apprentice, and it's like being um, you just starting off in masonry. You know, in actual masonry. Okay, uh, and in fact, the first people that were masons were actual stone masons they were not you know and, and they had their own 
thing, and they and you had to go through whatever any secrets that you learned about stonemasonry. You had to you couldn't tell anybody, and and you worked your way up, you know, to intermediate and then to master. And uh, once, once you became master, uh, you know. Uh, you know, uh, of course, then you you're you're more or less like a, I guess you say a journeyman or whatever. Uh, but uh, also, uh, once you get outside that blue lodge, they have uh, the York Rite, which is for Christians, and then you have uh, the Scottish Rite, which is for everybody else. Huh. And uh, I've been through both. And my question. Uh, Stephen, Stephen, did you ever, ever feel weird? Ever feel like no. a uh, no? No. Uh-uh. Uh, My only never did. is because of the ceremonial ritual type thing. Because what no. Natalie's tying into is a ritualistic experience. Right. Well, this, uh, with that, you go through a. Uh, uh, a, a ritual of sorts. Uh, it's and it's more or less teaching you about what, how they were back then. Okay, and uh-huh. uh, what they had to, to go through to reach each level. Okay, and okay. Uh, you know from from entered apprentice to intermediate to master mason. Okay, and, and you had the 32 degrees, and that's what I am is a 32nd degree, okay? Even going into the blue or into uh, York Rite, that's where they had the Knights Templar, they had the Knights of Malta, you know, the whole nine yards there. And then in the Scottish Rite, you did more, it was more geared towards um, the Egyptian side of things. Right. So, uh, you know, and, and you could go through either one. It didn't matter. Uh, I actually went through both. Well, again, I'm, I'm, my, my, my main question was, is during that, during those ceremonies and during those rituals, did you ever feel like um, that, that negative, that, because everyone's, ever, everyone's felt it. I mean, usually, usually if you, unless you are soulless, you can't feel it, I guess. I don't know. But everybody has felt that negative that negative presence in some kind of a ritualistic experience. Yeah, uh, right. no, I, I, I didn't there because I didn't, you know, like I said, like the York Rite uh, was more along the lines of of your religious beliefs. If you were, a, you know, a religious type person, uh, the yeah. other side, of course, was you know geared more, like I said, towards the. Uh, Egyptian side of things, and uh, they just taught you the different uh, things that people did during that time, like King Solomon and uh, whatnot, uh, you know, the building of the temple and the the Ark of the Covenant. I was taught how to read Sanskrit on the side of the Ark of the Covenant. Okay, right. If I get you know what, or oh, it, um, it's like nine nine forty five. Natalie, if you got anybody that would like love to question you, is that okay? Because I'll start oh, calling absolutely. people. 
Facebook to talk to you. Um, anybody, everybody, and anybody's free to like call in and talk to you. But I mean, my, uh, everybody, even on Facebook, any of you guys that have had like um, that that the, that experience, even Rafi, Rafi has experienced that stuff. She can tell you um, um, really, really in detail the. You know how how that demonic slash overtaking of energy even happens because to me, to me and in my belief, I'm being honest with all of you, is if you believe that it's possible, then it's going to be probable. Okay, it's literally feeding your mind and opening that channel to be um, open for suggestions for that suggestibility of demonic possession. Do you see what I'm saying, Natalie? Absolutely. I mean, it, it's it's just the way it is. I mean, a lot. I, I don't mean to be pushy, but if you believe, it goes along the lines of like the placebo effect, right? But on a, on a on a complete spiritual level, if you believe you're going to get sick, odds are you're going to get sick. And if you believe oh, that you're going to get cured by this sugar pill. Odds are, once the doctor gives you this sugar pill, you're going to become better. You see what I'm saying? The mind is a very powerful thing within this matrix, Nat. Very, very powerful. And what I believe you may have come encountered with is exactly what you said. It was a a being, okay, a human being, and I know her. I don't know her very well, but I do know her. And if she is a conduit, right, because I'm a channel. I'm, I'm a channel too, as well. But she she may have been trying to be influential conduit, okay, trying to influence your your life. I can't say that that's possible, probable to you. I don't really know your belief system. Um, I don't know your belief system's stability. How stable are you in what you believe? You know what I mean? Because that can really oh, yeah. knock you. It's got to be stable. I mean, absolutely. I couldn't. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I do know that whatever whatever it was that I came encountered with, whatever I um, encountered, you know, was very, very, very low vibration. It was just. Um, it was like it was complete negative energy, and it knew how to. But it was smart because it knew how to manipulate energy. We got it. Yeah. Like, in the way it was moving, the way it was. Um, its movement, its eyes, its mannerisms was just um, not human. Oh yeah, I understand. There's a there's a guest that's got a um, a question for you or just a statement, and he he or she in in the chat says that that is one of the that is one of the biggest secrets that we become what we think about most of the time. And that's why they're governing. They're, that's why they're governing of the mental states and the people, the people around. You know what I'm saying? That that's a that's a a big thing that they're doing right now in in government entity is they're they're manipulating mind, trying to influence you. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely! Like an alien right. parasite. You're right. I mean, if they can convince like a government you, alien parasite. Definitely. Right. I mean the mind, like I know like, everything I know about the cloning facilities. I mean I've 
I've done my share of research and the more, it's like almost like the more, you know, the more you're being watched. Well, of course <laughs> they don't want you to know all these things. Exactly. So the more, I, the more I'd open my eyes and research, the more I'd get attacked by things. And, you know, I'd have this strangest things happen to me, like my phone, my Facebook, like I've been hacked so many times. My brother has been hacked as well, but I mean, most, you know, when you talk, and I know you have too, Matt, like when well, you, um, we all, we all, a lot of people that I'm trying to get Rappy in here and I don't know what the hell is going on. It just says, I can't add her. She's not not answering the phone. Da, 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 da. But anyway, you know what? You're right. We, we all, whenever we, whenever we are strong beings, right? Whenever we're strong willed people, then, then we are what we are thorns in the system's side. And I don't care whether you are an extraterrestrial, a spiritual being, a God-fearing person, da 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 da. You are a pain in the system's ass. The moment right. you say, the moment you say, I'm not going to do that. I don't feel, and because it's about feelings and emotions, I don't feel like I'm going to do that. And the moment you become, <coughs> I mean, the moment you become. Um, uh, I don't know what, what we call it, docile or, or defensive towards the system, you are immediately on the opposite end of the system. Do you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And, and that's what it kept telling me. It's like, you're not going to obey. You're not going to obey. Because I wouldn't obey. I wouldn't say that you're right or that that is Jesus Christ, you know, as you're pulling out a picture, you know. I'm not, like, I'm too opinionated, you know. I I can't just, you know do what someone tells me to do or believe just what someone else tells me to believe. I'm going to do my own research and I'm going to feel for the vibes and go with what I feel is the correct answer, you know? The, and I, once you um, rebel against the system, they try to attack you. My question, Natalie, is do you know that, okay, we all, we all influence reality per se, right? I mean, here, here's the thing. I mean, I, I will not debate with a, a person that is stand, standing on the Holy Bible and saying, this is the truth, the light, the way, and I mean, this is absolutely it. And the reason why I say that is because, because it is a written book. Okay, I'm just telling you my belief now, because my belief has changed. It is a, a written book challenged by man. I agree with that. It is also a written book, therefore, to influence mankind. It is the journey of, to me, it is the journey of someone else's life. It is the journey of someone else's belief. I'm not going to buy into someone else's belief system unless I experience it. I mean, I even got, a, I got an ass kicking even just two days ago um, where, uh, where, um, my my higher self said, we are not going to put up with um, you believing in someone else's belief system, right? Unless you have experienced it your own self. And I said, wow, wow. And that's coming from my own self. That's deep. <laughs> that's deep. I'm being honest with you. My own higher self said this. You are not. Well, that's very deep. Um, you just opened my eyes to a whole new world too, just by saying that. You're absolutely right. I mean, you know, 
I can't belittle someone else's beliefs just because I haven't experienced it. But I mean, it goes even further than that, Natalie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're lagging, Raph, Candice, all you guys. Um, it goes further than that. The high, your higher self tells you experience life to the best that you possibly can. Whether you 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 know, in my understanding and in my belief structure. If you want to you want to be mean, you know what? Go be mean. Don't influence other other people to be mean. Okay? Or if you want to be a complete, you know, um mean person, then don't don't be mean to someone else. Be mean to your own self. Don't take it out Absolutely. on my Don't take it out on my people or other people other people's people that's trying to be loving and compassionate. You want to be an asshole? Go be an asshole somewhere else. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, absolutely. Well, we all have free will, and and I don't know. It is what it is. But my, again, my higher self says for me to teach. Okay, teach what it is that I know. Don't try to just buy into someone else's belief system, and teach because, well, it sounds good. I can't do that. My my own self has not experienced it, so therefore, why try to teach it when I haven't experienced it? Do you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. It's, to do that. Yep, I'm just telling. I'm just sharing my experience. Right, Rafi, I'm trying, and it's just not letting me. It's not letting me add you. That is crazy. It's not letting you what? It's not letting me add her to your your, your chat. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. It is 10 o'clock. I'll tell you what we'll do. I will stop the, the, the Facebook live stream feed, and we'll do it in a, a part two. Um, um, that way I'll see if I can't get Raffi back in here. Steven, you still with me, bro? I guess not. It is, it's, it's just an amazing, amazing night. There we go. Steven's with me now. He, he falls off. He gets, I don't know uh, why. There we are. Hey, I, I, love, man, I got booted. <laughs> You, you, got, you got kicked off? Yeah. Why, 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 why? Why are we getting booted for, for the alien agenda? Are you kidding me? I know. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Every, time, every time we start talking about stuff live on the air about, you know, the gov- especially when it comes to the government, they start hacking you and trying to, um, you know, disconnect this conversation because we're, like, awakening people to knowledge that they don't want us to, other people to know. Well, my question. And, and from what I what I've heard is that they're actually terraforming this planet for another species. Pinky said it's four o'clock a.m. where she's at, but she wants to hear some more. She's a skeptical. She's skeptical. So what do you what do you supposedly? What do you supposedly, CERN has thrown us into. Another dimension. Oh, absolutely! I oh my gosh, yeah, we're we're literally living in like a parallel universe. Right. CERN is pushing two protons together. Oh yeah, don't get me started on that hydrogen collider. Yeah, I won't. I won't disagree with that one. I damn sure won't disagree with that one. In the technology that the government has now, I mean, they they have like time travel. They have all kinds of things that they're hiding from us. In the cloning centers, um, 
I wish we could get Donald Marshall on this show. You guys should all research Donald Marshall and what he talks about with the government cloning. Well, you know what? Um, there, we're, what we're gonna do is I'm gonna. Uh, everybody knows knows the channeler Daryl Anka, right? Um, or at least I do believe, right? What he's got. What I'm gonna yeah. do is while during break, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna um, throw out there um, the intro. You know, literally the intro for um, Bashar talks about the first encounters of. Uh, extraterrestrial okay like he'll he'll describe who they're going to be what they are yada 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 and the time frame in which we're, we're getting close to being so on that note everybody just I don't know grab a beer if you want to do whatever, whatever you got to do <laughs> I mean I'm uh, I'll, yeah you know how it goes Stephen you know what I mean okay. I said, you know yeah. how it works. Bro. Oh, 10 yeah. o'clock. It's 10 o'clock. Everybody go uh, for at least five, six minutes. Pee time, everybody. Rafi, I'll try to get you on here. I'm, I, I don't know what to do. I can't force Facebook other than close out the stream and restart it. But we will be right back. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. Hey, you're welcome, Nat. Sure thing. Sure thing. Yeah, that was so nice talking to you guys. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, same to you, Natalie. All right. And here we go. All right. How are you all? All right, thank you. We will proceed this day of your time by first of all thanking each and every one of you for the co-creation of this transmission. Each and every time we are allowed to experience your civilization, it affords us an opportunity to understand that many more ways that the infinite has of expressing itself within creation, and this to us is a gift. So we thank you for the sharing and this opportunity to see more facets of the multidimensional crystal of all that is. We would like to begin this day of your time with a little bit of an idea that we will call the state of the future union. The idea being that we have already discussed with you a little bit about what we perceive coming up in what you call your future, with respect to the unification of your world, and eventually, in time, the joining of your world with our alliance, our association of many different civilizations. Now, again, remember, there is no such thing as a prediction of the future. There is only a sensing of the energy that exists at the time the prediction is made. It's a sensing of the present energy, and if that energy does not change, then the events that are discussed will come to pass. But energy always changes. Sometimes, though, there is a great deal of momentum behind a particular course, a particular path, and thus it is unlikely that that energy will change, and therefore more probable that the events discussed 
will come into manifestation. We have talked about the fact that it seems probable, likely, that somewhere after your year, as you count time, of 2015 to 2025, it will be a certain fact known by the majority of people on your planet that extraterrestrial civilizations exist. I am not saying there will be mass landings of craft in that time, but you will know we exist. Then, between your year of 2025 and 2033, it is highly likely that you will have some open contacts that are going to be, in that sense, publicized, and thus then it will lead to further interaction that will ultimately result sometime, most probably, as we read your energy now, before your year of 2040, in Earth becoming a member of our alliance. 2012, um, a certain number of people vibrating at a certain level. Yes. Um, will shift dimensionally. You're shifting all the time. December 21st, 2000, in particular demarcation that represents a collective shift of sorts, yes. It also represents the end of the quarantine on your planet with regard to extraterrestrial civilizations. Doesn't mean we'll land the next day, but it means we could if your planet was really ready for it. And it's the end of a cycle of old patterns and the beginning of a new cycle. It's many different convergences of your collective consciousness. It's like the leading edge or shockwave, so to speak, of your collective consciousness crossing a threshold at that moment, even though you are crossing thresholds all the time. In a sense, that is a configuration that represents the synchronous coming together of many different wavelengths, so that many of you are crossing together. There's a lot of things out here you people have yet to discover, you know. A lot of things you have to discover, even about your own solar system. You are going to find rudimentary evidence of life on Mars. You're going to find rudimentary evidence of life on Europa. You're going to find phenomenology in the outer planets you can't even believe exist yet. You have a lot of things to discover. All right. Wonderful place. How the solar system connects to the solar plexus. Stephen, Stephen, Stephen. Even Stephen. I think Stephen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm here. There he, there he, there he is. I got a question, man. I had to go get me a, I had to go get me a, um, atomic fireball. Awesome. I have a question. (laughs) I'm going to play something for you right real quick. It is, uh, it is two seconds, right? I'm gonna see if let's see if you remember this. Are you ready for it? Yeah, go for it. All right, everybody, just, just tell me if you remember. If you do, you remember this? At one point in my discussions with privately with General Secretary, when you stop, we're all God's children wherever we may live in the world. I couldn't help but think. Just think how easy his task and mine might be in this meeting to be held if somebody that affected this world from some other species from another planet outside of me. We forget all the local differences that we have between our countries. We would find out once that we really are human. 
human beings here on this earth together. That right there, my friend, yeah. to the absolute core. Yeah, that that uh, that was Reagan, wasn't it? And uh, I, you know, that's <laughs> you know, he wanted to have the uh, Star Wars program. Absolutely. And then, and then, uh, and now you got them wanting uh, a space division added to the armed forces. It is unbelievable what people, you know, I, 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 um, Natalie, I can't so much for, for, for try Once again, to get Raffi in here, I don't know. Here we go. Um, you can't get her on the line? Dude, I, I'm trying. Has she called in? And, um... It's not letting me, dude. It's not letting me add her. Oh. Well, I know I had problem. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't log in on the uh, talk to uh, site. I'm having to just. I'm having to. Uh, I'm calling in through talk to, but. Uh, I'm watching you and and the comments that are coming across on Facebook. That's crazy. I mean, we we're streaming to several different platforms, right? Tonight. All right. And the one, I mean, the one, it, it's it seems to be really all right, but I don't uh-huh. want, I don't like that it gives you 15 minutes and you've got to like redo, do the segment, do the segment, do the segment. I mean, it says, yeah, I mean, give me, give me five hours of talk time. I, I doubt and don't disagree with that. But the problem is, is that bastard, until you pay for it, which I am yeah. not, you know, uh, supplemented. Dude, we do this, I do this for my time. I just do this for fun. I do this just because. Right. right. I'm not going to pay for it yet. I mean, shit, there's no reason. Oh, I know. I know what you're talking about, man. So that's that. I mean, it's just, you know, I'm not. I, I'm, I got, like, this is what I'm doing right now. I'm continuing, continuing number five. I mean, it's just, what do you, what do you think here, Stephen, as far as, I mean, why, why do you think, why do you think we are being, um, what's up, Adam? Terraformed, terraformed in a way. Mike, why why are we being influenced by? Or I'm sorry, why why are, are we not able to a decent show or get people to tune in when there is absolutely nothing wrong with what we're talking about? The alien agenda well, is. I mean, you have to remember, you know, uh, that ever since they closed. Um, Project Blue Book, you know, uh, you're not supposed to talk about this kind of thing. Or, and if you do, they label you as a quotation marks nut job. Nut job? 
nut job. Yeah, and they and they they uh, discredit you in every way they can. Right, right. I, I tell uh, you what, that's this is absolutely what you're discussing now is absolute prominent bullshit, because Dr. Steve Greer. Okay, I, I know we all know who Dr. Steve Yes, is. I know who he is, yes. Bro, can, I mean, you, you know as well as I do, that man has had a staff, a staff of four, a staff of now two. Yeah. He came out and uh, did that documentary, um, uh, Unacknowledged or something like that. I can't remember the name of it. Um, yes. He had he had actual uh documents that he was able to you know, that he got because of his position. Right. And uh, you know, he showed them. He showed them on the documentary. I I mean I can't believe they haven't really tried to actually shut him up. I'm gonna close Natalie's screen here because I mean again she was she was with us in the beginning of the segment a, a good good friend of mine um, who, who has some influence in the the extraterrestrial uh, extraterrestrial bit here had had a hell yeah. of a little uh, experience with medium but anyway uh, we'll talk real quick about that. Um, yeah. Say, yes. Say again. Doctor Doctor Stephen Greer. Right. He he is. Uh, I mean, he worked right there in that department. You know, he was a part of it for many many years, and you know, he decided to talk. Okay, this would be. Um, I'm pulling up a picture of Doctor Steve Greer, right? Where everybody can see him talking about that's this is Dr. Stephen Greer, but he also put together um, the C study program, which you can you can like it's the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Um, we we know we know that there are other there are other in, in, uh, energies in 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 our reality, other energies in our influence. But on top right. of this, he also put up a website called now I know odds are I'm going to lose my Facebook account for talking this shit. So <laughs> I thought yeah. Well you know you know the only reason I'm on this account today is because they were blocking uh my other account. Oh God, here we go. Yeah. You ready? Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't get I couldn't get to any of the uh groups that I belong to. You know, they bought me. That's, that's, that's when you're trying to share information and you're not trying to influence people. You know what I mean? You're not trying to really, excuse me, you're not trying right. to influence people. All you're doing is sharing your truth. Or you're trying to, you're sharing right. what you And that that's the thing that pisses me off about all of these platforms now. Google is doing Google right. is doing it. YouTube's doing it. Facebook's doing it. Right. Uh, they uh, actually this morning. Uh, I'll give you an example. I posted a video about the sky in Brazil. 
And, yeah, I, I posted it to a couple of my groups, and Facebook sent me a message saying, we deleted that post because it looks like spam. <laughs> I wrote now back you, to you're, I told them they were full of it. Now you're going through what I went through when I was trying to talk about the alien agenda, okay, and serious, you know, serious stuff like this. But yet, then I was trying to, you know, in my more, my personal life was was posting the ads on like buy sell trade shit, and dude, they don't want to hear it. They will absolutely, dude. They they blocked me from posting for two weeks in 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 the buy sell trade groups. It's like to try and shut me up, and and again, all I'm doing is talking about what we're talking about now, the alien agenda, right? Extraterrestrial disclosure, because dude. My own, our own Pentagon came out on December, get this, I remember the date, December 16th, okay, December 16th, a day after my birthday um, of last year, that, my God, we have got, we have got um, extraterrestrial influence on the planet. We actually had yes. a HUD release of, a, what was it, a Navy pilot? So yes. they, they, they know. Yes. Uh, well, you know, and then of course you also had the uh, Majestic Twelve. You remember right. them? Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, you know they. <laughs> you got uh, now. I did see also. Um, I watched something uh, a while back. It's been a little over a year, I guess. Um, this gentleman was in the Air Force. And he was a, um, uh, well, I'm trying to think. Of, um, he, he he held uh, stuff in nuclear propulsion and, you know, just all, all kinds of degrees. And uh, they put him, he, they, he, they stationed him somewhere in, uh, I believe it was Nevada. And uh, they sent him out uh, to the, close to this base of this mountain and that's where he was going to be working from that time forward okay and he had a little uh building there that he could stay at and uh they his commander actually told him uh you're going to meet extraterrestrial and you know this is what you gotta have to get to know them they gotta get to know you these were the whites. I'm trying to comment on Raffy, okay? And yeah, you can, Raff. I will give you the number here in just a second. I'm trying. Because, um, yeah, they're, they're messing with it. They're messing with the feed. They're messing with stuff. So, um, dum da dum 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 Hang on a second, hey, Raff. I will, uh, I will post a number, okay? And so just hang on. Good. Keep talking, everybody. Yeah, uh, but uh, he got out there, and um, he a uh, two or uh, one came out across from where he was, and he saw her, and it was a female, and she had like two or three children with her, and uh, he. 
spoke to her, and uh, she, you know, really didn't want to say. <laughs> she didn't really start off talking to him, and uh, because she did not trust him, and uh, he was uh, he was sending up a weather bullet, and uh, the children were excited about that, and she asked him if they could watch, and he said, "Sure." And uh, that's how he started off with with the with the whites. Uh, he he got to meet some of the men, and but it was mainly always this one woman. She was a known as a teacher, and she taught the children. Now she did tell him, "You if you touch one of these children, I will kill you." Okay, and, right. and 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 he was not allowed to touch her, but especially the children. And uh, you know, he he got to learn a whole bunch of stuff about. It. And now, from what I understand in the uh, in the documentary that that was being, that I was watching, uh, they came from they they. They folded space pretty much uh, is what they did to be able to travel as fast as they as they can. And uh, when they get here, they go to the bottom of this mountain, and the ship goes inside the mountain, and it is recharged. They it's it's like an electrical um, field that it generates. Right. And uh, now this guy went so far as to, you know, he said you had the big ones and then you had the smaller ones that a lot of people spot here around the United States. No, Raffi, I uh, can't add you. It will not let me add you. I'm trying. I have already tried. Uh, like, it says invited. It says that you are invited and it will not let me click you anymore. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to, get pissed off at Facebook here. And what we're going to do, Stephen, is we're going to go ahead and call this. We're, I'm going to call my friend. Okay. So Rafi, Rafi, just hang in there. We are... Ah, I lost you again. Ah. Well, no, I'm still on the call, huh? Okay. Hold on. No, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Miss Raffi, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. There's Raffi. Raffi, can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you guys, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, my God. The loops, hoops, and bullshit that we go through here. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was crazy because I was trying to get in from here and sent you a request, and it was glitching and doing all kinds of stuff, and then it started lagging. So I couldn't even try to connect with you from this side. 
Rafi, Stephen, Stephen and me just love having you on. We do. Definitely. Um, I, you don't didn't really get to hear what Natalie was talking about as far, and I wish you did. I don't think. Did you catch Natalie in at all? No, not really. The lagging oh, okay. kept jumping like sentences and so much. Yeah, I didn't. I was assuming that you didn't. Um, Natalie is, is very uh, is a good friend of mine, right? And uh, mm-hmm. she's been influenced by a a psychic medium that she believes may have channeled a reptilian um, a, uh, a reptilian presence, and it. It still till this day is affecting her, and uh, again, I wish Nat could come come back on at least talk to you about it because you're more uh, the extraterrestrial conduit person. I am not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would. I would need to kind of talk with her and get more details because she got it from a third person. Um. She, I can't, I can't call you. I cannot call you, Matt. I've already got my lines tied up. If you okay. call in, if Natalie calls in again, I will patch her through and she can talk, but talk to you. But I, I can't, I can't call you, Natalie, because my phone, I, I, I in other words, my phone's already tied up. You know I mean, I've already okay. called in again and then had to call Rafi. Um, okay. Um, yeah, she, she had an influence with her friend, her best friend, um, Abby. They went to go get psychic readings, and it went, it went nasty from there. That's all I can say, is it went nasty from there. Mm. So while she was having the reading, the reptilian came through the reader? Yes, that's what she was saying. What, okay. what happened was, I guess, that she she was being read, okay, being read and being influenced um, in a... Uh, negative way. Yeah, in a very, very negative way and negative connotation. And Natalie like, wanted to put a spin on it, saying that she felt, okay, she just felt that it was um an, an it was was a uh demonic slash reptilian presence and that's what she's you know that's what she says that it felt like and i kept trying to tell and i kept trying to tell natalie that don't buy into the feelings of someone else experience the experience but know know your own belief know your own uh you know what i'm saying well, uh, she's on the call, so hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to her and let you get Natalie, meet Rafi. Rafi, meet Natalie. Hi, Natalie. Hi, so you too. Can you run that real quick again? So you guys went to get a reading with a with a, a person that you knew was good, right? Yes. We've been trying to get into her for like a year, and she had, just happened to have two spots back-to-back. And we get there, and um, it was like being on a different dimension. She was playing, like, the song the song Bad Blood by Taylor Swift was just blaring in her speaker in the waiting room. 
um, just bad vibes. Um, Abby, my best friend, went in first, and she came out. And while she was in there, I went outside to smoke, and um, weird things just kept happening. Like, a bunch of, like, black crows just flocked to my car. Um, My dad called me, um, and uh, I was like, please, God, give me a sign. I'm not supposed to be here. And I was, like, parked right in front of a stop sign. And um, then she comes out like a different person. I go in there, and um, this, like, entity was able to control time and matter. And um, it was just the way it moved and looked at me was just not human. It was, like, doing this, like, weird movement with its, like, um, shoulders and its neck and its eyes. And it was, like, um, my soul came out of my body. And I was just, like, screaming at my body, like, to get out of here. But it was, like, I was, like, hypnotized. And I was, like, forced to give this entity information because it was, like, it just knew some type of hermetics. And it was, like, obsessed with my family's bloodline. And it was saying that um, there was a demon attached to my father. It was using the law of attraction to try to manifest negativity in my life and, you know, my um, twin flame's life. And it was just completely... um, you know, saying the most evil, corrupt things. Can you, and the way it was just you, controlling time and stuff, it was just um, bizarre. And its mm. eyes were just not human. It was not, whatever it was, it was not human. What do you and mean by that? information that it would have no idea, like there's no way it would know this information. Just like stuff from like my childhood. Um, it pulled out like a picture of Jesus because I grew up Catholic. I went to Catholic school for elementary school. And, and um, I used to have this nightmare when I was three of this picture of Jesus that was in our living room. And it pulled out the same picture of Jesus, like from behind its desk. And it was like, this is Jesus Christ. This is the only God you need to obey, but you're not going to obey. You're going to burn in the lake of fire. And it was just like trying to like instill fear on fear of religion, fear of going to hell. Just, it was just all fear-based and negativity. But at the same time, it was controlling, like, um, the time. It was controlling all types of things. Well, um, it is through a channel like that that a lot of people have been converted to the whole reptilian Satan-worshipping agenda. This is what has happened to people in government and to the elites and different people. When you go to a channeler and that person begins that kind of rhetoric and that kind of negativity, it's really not you or it's pulling things from you. It's pulling things from that person and reflecting it on you. It's almost like that person becomes like a flashlight flashing back at you. And I use light because that's how they get through. They get through I mean, at that time, I was going through a dark, dark time. So it could have been that. Because I was the house I was living in at the time, the person I was with was very evil. So I was going Can through a really dark time. Your... I think it was something that was attached from him. Yeah, that, that one's not yours, per se. It, it's, it's, it's almost like, um, like an echo of the person that's reading back at you. When I read people, I have to unplug the transmissions, because then it's not for them, it becomes for me. And very, very rarely is it for someone else unless I ask for it for someone else. But I'm very disciplined. I don't know if this person is as disciplined or this person is just 
now become what we call the hollow. That's a person that has been gutted out emotionally and 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 spiritually, and this these things can go in and out of them. And and what they want is we also call them a tube that they can go through that person to attach to someone else. Does that make sense to you? So what you're saying is that you think that um, because I was going through like it's such a dark period at that time, um, you think that something from that house or, you know, the, and Matt, you know well, what I was going through, obviously. Do you think it attached from him to her? Well, yeah. If if the person is, is used to being what we call the hollow, where entities and different things can go through them because there's nothing left of that person. There's, there's uh, emotionally, uh, the traumas have created uh, a tunnel where they can just come through. It's not that easy for aliens, entities, and different things from different dimensions to just enter your body. The third dimension is a very strong place. It, you know, they, they make movies about exorcism and the devil talking like the exorcist. That stuff rarely happens, if ever. And, and so we have this idea in our mind that that's how it works, but it's not that easy. And so when someone gets, let's say, uh, what's that word, uh, possessed, let's say possessed, let's say that yeah. person was reading you and they got possessed, we call that a hollow, and, and, the, and a, another something came through, and it was really not trying to get at you, it's still always trying to get at them because they, they want to go through that person. If you happen to be in the way, yes, then you would get some kind of feedback, but uh, that, that's not usually what it wants. It really wants the host to do things or, or something like that. In, in, um, when a person is in negativity, there's no such thing as negativity. And, and that's something that we all need to learn about because I stay in the darkness. And by darkness, I say in looking and dealing with the horror or the horrible thing or the feelings, you know, that we have when we're going through something that we dislike. That doesn't mean it's evil. For example, if you're going through a divorce and you love that man and you don't want to let him go, then you're in the deep. And that's not a negativity. That is a heightened place of emotional unrest. And the unrest is what brings you more light because you're learning something deep. That's why I call it the deep. Oh, yeah. When you're, you're learning, learning. It's like a, a lesson. I, I understand when that. You're learning a lesson, when you're learning a lesson in your life, it could, and, and, and it could be, oh, for example, I'm learning the lesson in my life right now. I lost my mansion, my home, my, my, and I'm, I'm living in almost nothing, but I, and it happened in less than a year that I was up here and then now I'm down here. And it's even hard to explain how it happened, but that's when you're being put in the deepness of understanding something like I have to understand finances or I have to understand uh, that money is necessary before I had a, a different attitude. So whenever you are put, in a situation of learning the hard way, let's put it like that, you are in the deep, and that is a very powerful place. And we say it's negative, but it's not negative. This is where 
your lifespan, your your destiny wants you to learn something before you go to the next place. So because we're trained that when we don't like what's happening in our life, we call it negativity. And aliens and, and entities are not interested in your negativities. They're interested in your blank state. And, and they're more likely to get a person who's not even not, not even depressed, but somebody who's blank, who's going along with something. They're not happy, but they're not sad. You know what I mean? Somebody who's Absolutely. following somebody else. Does that make sense to you? Oh, yeah. It sure does. Mm-hmm. Natalie, okay. So that's not you, Natalie. That's not you. Whatever was coming through, what had nothing to do with you, I promise you. It had all to do with that individual probably trying to gain power or do something and got caught in a situation where now he is a hollow. He, he is channeling different things because well, the of that So, so let me ask you, what did, what, what do you think the message meant if you were to uh, pay attention to it for yourself? What, what was it trying to tell you? Well, now that, like, the message that the psychic or the reptilian thing was trying to tell me, it told me many messages, but mostly it was asking questions about my family. It kept saying there was a demon attached to my father. It kept telling me I wasn't going to obey. Um, it was using like trigger points that it knew from my childhood to try to get information and try to scare me or try to limit me as much as possible. It was using the law of attraction to only manifest negativity. Um, it did the same thing to my best friend. She went in first, you know, cause we only went, we went in one at a time, it, um, you know, but the thing is everything it ended up saying if it didn't, we knew it the way, because it said it in such a scary way with its, like, tongue sticking out, like, kind of like a lizard, you know? And the way it was moving, it, like, tr- it, like stuck with us. So anytime, like, like what it did with uh, my best friend, it said, um, be careful about the bathroom. It was like, how do you feel about the bathroom situations? And she's like, what do you mean? And it's like how a man can dress up like a woman and go into the bathroom. What if your son gets, you know, raped? And she, at, her, at the time, her son was three years old. But um, it was like... That that stuck with her, you know, so she was always really careful, and she still is, you know, about her son. And um, she started dating this guy, and he had a roommate who happened to be a, um, a trans transvestite or transsexual, you know, he used to dress up like a woman, and that triggered with her. She ended up that um, the guy she was um, dating was kind of a, you know, different and had some secrets and stuff, but she it's not like she ever, like, you know, brought her son around him but she was really careful and ended it way faster than like, like like as fast as she should have. You know what I mean? Because there was a lot of like red flags, red flags, but if it didn't give us those red flags, who knows how things would have ended up. If you know what I'm saying? Well, when there, when there is issues like that in trauma and, and there is relationships that are, you know, questionable, um, these, and, and you're dealing with occult matters. You're dealing with channeling or reading the tarot or anything like that. You are going to be attached or something will attach itself. Yeah, and, something and was I, definitely attached to me at the time because I was married to a very evil, evil 
person who is, you know, Masonic and just, a, he's in prison now. He's literally like an alien parasite. I've never met someone so evil in my life. He drugged me. Next thing you know, I'm married at a Masonic temple. And that's, Matt remembers this time in my life. But yeah, that's when I went to the psychic for spiritual help. I felt so trapped. And, um, you know, that's when this happened with the psychic. But I think that had something to do with it as well. Yeah, I, I, because I'm listening to your voice and I'm, and I'm kind of like digesting your words and picking up the energy, the vibration in, in your speech. And I don't really feel that there's that negative, evil something that's in you because I can detect that right away. That's it. All of this is for you to now begin to choose. A different, a different path. You've been submerged, and you you keep being pulled into this type of uh, environment. I believe that you you by the vibration of your voice that you are meant to do great things, but you do have to change uh, your 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 group, your tribe, your your, because you want other things. Is that correct? You you want yeah. you don't want that anymore. Oh no! I well, mean, I I'm way better now. I just don't, you know. I'm just happy, like it's all over with. That whole period of my life was just like something of the past, and now I'm just, you know, trying to forget about it. Well, we we never forget about it. We we're to learn things from those. Yeah. When when you go through something deep, uh, and what other people call negative, you are in a station of learning. And if you learn it, you will rise. I mean, you will. Uh, though I don't use the word ascend loosely, but you will get out. You will. You will rise spiritually. Every time we go through some crap. If you come out of it understanding it and feeling good that you went through it and changing some things because of it, you will be a powerhouse. And that's how you get filled with light, and that's how other things attach themselves to you in a good way. So, you know, think about that more and and try to uh, lift yourself in a way spiritually that, you will handle all the negativity that's thrown at you, all the, the things that may seem like they're bad, with optimism and temperance. And that's when you become, oh, my gosh, incredible, an incredible person. You're absolutely right. Thank you. I, I am influencing... Everybody, I'm I'm eating a burrito on a talk show in front of Facebook Live. Art says I'm going for a burrito. Damn it, bro! I want a burrito now. Anyway, <laughs> that's the influence. That's, that's, that's the influence of free will, right? Yeah. Guys, I got a question. Rappy and even yeah. even you, man, right? Do you guys feel that 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 the influence? Um, yeah, Rappy. Yes, I'm here. The 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 experience that Natalie went through, right? Do you think mm-hmm. that that 
will carry on and influence her way as far as trying to uh, judge judge people's emotional actions toward her. Like in other words, well, um, well, she that put it this way: that person reminds me of such and such, or that woman treating me like such and such. Oh, okay. Like yeah. like carbon copy the the emotion, and if right. she gets triggered by someone, she would in 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 um. Impo- superimpose that uh, same scenario on everybody does that. That's something yeah. that happens when your ego is not balanced because if that's that comes from ego based uh, intuition and emotional. But the ego has four functions it has uh, sensitivity, it's the sensations, it has um, emotional, it controls all the emotions, it controls the intuition. And it controls the awareness. That that is a very powerful four forces to control. So when you when you go through a negative, let, let's say a rape. Let, let me put it in a, in a non spiritual way. Let's say you you've been raped, and now uh, you you were raped by a tall guy with dark hair. Now every time you see a tall guy with dark hair, this is your question: Is she going to superimpose the fear? in watching that man because that man looks like the perpetrator. And and it it should not happen if she has sat down and analyzed the emotion and, and pretty much looked at the beginning, the middle of the end of the entire situation without fear in an analytical way to get to the bottom of how poor she is and what she feels. And if she can come out of the experience saying, okay, I am not a victim because I did nothing to deserve being raped, now that it happened, how am I a better person? Because if if you think you're a worse person, then you're not going to get the lesson of the deep because everything is for your benefit. So you go back and you say, okay, I've been raped. But did that make me more compassionate towards women like myself? Did that make me more tolerant to women who've gone through this? Does that make me uh, try to find understanding why people rape, uh, rape other people? I have a friend who that happened to her, and she became a lawyer, and she's defending the rapist. Because then she realized in the deep learning this lesson that these people are doing this for a reason. They they don't want to do this. They have been raped, molested, or whatever themselves. And so she started to study the effect that it has on those that do it. Nobody nobody goes into that. They're like, oh, let's kill them, let's put them in jail. They're horrible people. And, and that's the, the mentality that we put to anyone who's hurt, who's traumatized, who's doing bad things. People don't do bad things just because they're healthy and they feel good about life. They do bad things when they've been thrown in the deep and they don't understand what's happened to them. And then their ego takes on a different persona, a different a different way of handling whatever they can handle on a normal base, uh, emotional base. So it, it is super uh, 
like an onion. It has a lot of layers when you talk about this kind of stuff because it's all psycho- psychology. It's, it's uh, the layers and layers and layers and layers of the self that get damaged. I mean, you, you can get an, an effect of being hurt in two, three levels and not get to the very subconscious and come out of it just fine. But when you get traumatized and hurt and it goes through all the levels of being and all the levels of self, you're pretty screwed up. And this is where you get your um, serial killers. And and so compassion comes to them. They've been hurt so bad to dive deep in in themselves that they do this, 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 and that. In hypnotherapy, we call that a fragmented mind. The the, the mind the mind is, or the body is put through such trauma, tra- traumatic abuse, okay? But usually that happens at a young age, right? Um, where, know, where most the- of the trauma happens to a child that does not understand why things are happening. When trauma happens to an adult and if they have an awareness mind and they start to figure it out why this has happened to me, then they heal themselves. It's when a child cannot comprehend, and this is why everyone's trauma comes in from childhood. Okay, right, right. Yeah. But we, we do not call that multi-personalities because, again, Rafi, I've dealt with clients that have been abused at a young age or even, even growing up, right, traumatized, where um, it was such a, an influence in their life, it created a segmented personality. Literally a split personality. Well, you know, you know, we're talking about the ET and we're talking about the psychosomatic traumas right. that humans go through. But we were created to be like that, like an onion, with all these different levels. Some people say, well, you know, you, you can't listen to the mind. The mind plays tricks on you. The mind is, you know, the mind cannot be trusted. And then people say, well, you can't trust your heart because then you're too soft and, and, and you can't trust your body because your body. And so they fragment all the layers socially. We, we fragment all the layers that we need to align to be healthy. And then, and then they'll say, oh, it's your ego. You know, you're living out of ego and that's bad and you're, you're you know, you're not doing things right spiritually because you're, you're, you're selfish or whatever. But all of those things have to be aligned. And you can't say, okay, I'm going to not work, my, take my ego out, but take my heart out. I'm not going to use my heart because that's silly talk. But that's how the, the spiritual community tells people what to do. For example, they'll say, don't live in the past. Well, how the hell do you not live in the past? I want somebody to show me how, how, how you can't. You can't because time is not the construct that we have created it to be. If I take a sip of this coffee and it goes down my throat, you know, the minute it goes down my throat, that's the past. When I sip it, that's the present. When I go to reach for the cup, that's the future because I didn't reach for it yet, even though I just drank from it a second ago. You see, these are the things that we do not put into our mindset that processes use up past, present, and future, and everything is one. 
So if you had a trauma when you were a child, it's still affecting you. You might be 50 years old, but you cannot connect to another woman because you were abandoned. Or you cannot connect with your kids because your parents abandoned you when you, when you were a kid and you don't know what's missing to be the best father. You see? Um, Rafi, I'm going to read this comment by Art. Art says, self-protection instincts. Trauma causes an alternative personality sometimes to deal with a traumatic event. And Mm -hmm. I can't disagree. I I do agree with it. Yeah. Uh, When when they say you have multiple personalities or split split of personalities, those are functions of the ego trying to protect. And that's what the ego does. The ego is like your watcher. It's going to tell you, run, you're going to get killed, or climb this wall, or somebody's burning in a building, go get them, and it's going to give you strength like superheroes to do certain things. So, But when you've been traumatized over and over and over and over, it tries to each time find a way to fix it, but in but not being able to fix it because there's so many things being hidden because of fear not being faced. It creates a new, a new person and a new person and a new person and a new person to try to get you to be back to normal, but it just makes it worse because there's no analytical comprehension. There's no consciousness of why these things are happening. So it's overload on the subconscious. It's overload on the self, it's overload. It's an overload all the way around. So you'll end up with 13 different personalities. And sometimes those are channels, too. They're not really your personalities. Those are things because if you're hollow, anything can go through at any time. Is this not, Rafi, considered uh, ego-to-spirit ego to spirit experience? Okay, the spirit the spirit doesn't matter what it, it experiences, but yet the ego would try to defend what it chooses to experience. You follow what I'm saying? It's like it's 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 almost as if you know when we say in our mind um, our name, right? We a- we answer or ask that name. My you say your name. My name is Matt. In my head, I say it, but I also am the person that hears it. But I hear it and didn't really speak it. So that is the that, that is a, a persona or an experience of my soul self saying my name within physical existence. The mind, the ego, right? The ego self defend, defends defends my soul self on an egotistical choice basis. Do you follow yeah, what I'm saying? It because comes out. It comes out to fight, or it comes out to hide you or it comes, anything that it has to do to kind of protect you. And that's why a lot of people's egos are kind of assholes because if you, if you're, if, if a person is sensitive, then they have this overinflated ego so that people could be afraid of them instead of them being hurt by anyone. That's the bully effect. You know, a bully doesn't, it's just a person who's afraid of being bullied. And so they'll do it to somebody else so that other people can be so afraid not to do it to them. And that's an ego function. 
Pinky is so right. I mean, Natalie, what you experienced was for a reason, honestly. Yes, I do, and, it, I and it's a good thing. Yes, I believe so. Even Pinky, Pinky says, there's a, she's like, healing is essential. Life trauma can be healed. And I agree. A, a, you know, when, when we, we, we go through traumatic experiences in life, it is a healing process. There's so much experience that can go through that healing process. Do you agree, Raph? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. I really work transformation. I can do a whole lot of other stuff, but I don't really choose to do them because what the humans need is transformation to get to where they need to be on a higher sense of perception. What we want is a higher sense of perception. We want to rise out of the mind construct out of the body confinement, out of the soul entrapment, because the soul feels entrapped in the body. We want to feel loose and free and be in the light. The light floats and it, and it moves. And so in order to get to that, you have to clean up everything. So if you have a fear of chickens and you don't know why, uh, you're not, you're, you're not, you're not going to float until you figure out why you have a fear of chickens. So I would say to my clients, let's go to a farm and we're going to hug chickens. And as you're doing it and as you're fearing it, then I will plug out whatever happened when you were a child or in a past life or whatever and fix it. We don't cover it. And that person ends up having a chicken as a pet. Oh, right, right. Art, welcome, welcome aboard, bro. I know you said you're interested in the topic, and um, you got some really good. There's some really good people here. Yeah. Uh, what, yeah, we can see you. Um, what I, my question is: What part of this talk, right, is is influencing you as far as drawing your interest? I'm sorry. Yeah, I have to that. Point of, uh, uh, late, in the, late in the show, I was kind of busy, but, um, yeah, like the, the fact that we were talking about the multiple personality situation. Um, and I think that, like, any time you have a, honestly have a traumatic event, like with DSCD or anything like that, you do you kind of want to, um, uh, you kind of want to, you know, kind of make a, a sense of it, and, and, and your brain does that sometimes for you, um, and and may actually, you know, cause yourself to make like as, as you would as a child, uh, imaginary friends or whatnot to speak for you when you, you know, you can't speak for yourself at the moment. Right. Do you uh, do you believe do you believe in in like the extraterrestrial entity possession type thing, or are you, you know, are you asking me or I'm confused? Art, I I, I I believe I know I think I know your um I, I, answer. I, 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 I don't know how to answer that. I had um I think you know it, it's possible that you know it, it, um in a situation as far as like um. Being able to speak uh, mentally, you know, like telepathically, as everyone says, that 
plans to speak telepathically and things like that. I think that that would be uh, kind of like a mental possession, would you not think? Like telepathically speaking toward each other, that at some point they would have to, you know, possess a mental thought of yours or, you know, guide it, I guess. Well, I, I asked you that, not to, to not to confuse you, but to make you think for a moment. Because a lot of people say that split personality disorder, right, is considered a form of yeah. is considered a form of possession, and it is not. It is not. Mm-hmm. What it is, what it is, is the mind itself has been been traumatized to a degree, right, that such said personality cannot tolerate with a flashback, okay, or a um, uh, what, what do you call it? A um, like a trigger, right? Yeah, triggers trigger, are the problem. Right. That will trigger the mind into. I need to bail. It is the fight. Uh, Rafi said it earlier. It is the fight or flight mechanism of the mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's the function of being though. Right, and it will protect you. It will protect personality. And personality is, this is the thing that's deep, is personality is experience. All all of your different personalities, if you are multiple personality person, each one of those personalities are an experience. And that's what's crazy. Are you guys hearing the the Yeah, I hear that. What is that noise? Yes, I what, what is that? I do not know. Um, I just, you got something going on, buddy? It sounds like a dog. It almost sounds like you're doing dishes and you're sweating water around. No, ma'am. I... It's not coming from my side of the phone. What if when Steven is talking for some reason? What? I think no. I hear it that it's worth when Steven is talking. Yes. It's just a connection. It's just a connection. It's a connection. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll if you can hand me back. Okay, we got about 15, 15 minutes, bro. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, uh, well, Matt, I I have I have some really great pictures and things to talk about the ET situation, and we kind of got off a little bit on our tangent. But if we can continue this next week, because it's really important that I put out this message. They have okay. been messaging about things going on, uh, false flags, just a bunch of stuff, and and I, I was trying today to to come up with a timeline so that I don't go off base. And and maybe it, once I get started, you guys could just ask questions. I don't know. You, you, yeah, I would you love that. Really that would be, that would be yeah. great, I, I think. So we'll, we'll communicate, Ms. Raffi, um, throughout the week, right? We'll communicate throughout the week. Um, and I'll, I, we'll talk about... Um, We'll talk about exactly that. Yeah, well, I want to be able to put up, to send you some pictures, 
And as I am explaining certain things, I'll label those pictures. And if you could put those pictures up, because when I talk about the aliens, I want you to see my experience. Because it's not just a talk. It's an experience. And I believe in in the reality. My reality is not different than your reality. I might have gotten to something first, but our souls know all the realities. A lot of people are like, well, that's your reality, that's not mine, or this, this, that's not how reality works. And maybe explaining uh, what reality is and what the cosmic reality is for the planet, maybe people will understand that they're not so different, that nothing is new, and they already know this. They already right. know this. Pinky just dropped a hell of a comment. People, people who uh, have had bad childhoods or who, or who have been abused can either stay, be, uh, stay that being or feel the victim forever or change their course of life by just doing so. You know, and, and for trying to, to just uh, analyze there, there are there, there are techniques to heal yourself. I'm going to plug a book right now. If any of you are really serious, and I mean this really serious, in hearing yourself and doing it and doing it forever, because you have to be uh, prolific in doing this. You cannot just do it this week and not next week. You have to be disciplined. The, the book that I recommend that I used, I was teaching out of for 20 years, it's called The Hands of Light by Barbara Ann Brennan. Any of her books, take it, take those books as step-by-step instruction on how to fix yourself and how to listen to yourself and how to take apart things in your aura because different traumas are in different levels of your aura. There's seven levels, seven different colors. You know, people say chakras and blah, 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 but that's not how that works. You know, I, I don't ever go out and do chakra work because you can't really access them the way people say they do. And she's probably the most wonderful master teacher. And you don't know much about her because she's not in the limelight. She doesn't want to become fancy. She is a healer from the core. So her name is Barbara Ann Brennan. And her books are Hands of Life. Ah, what's the other one called? Light Emerging. That's that's the powerful book right there. And it's like a textbook. It's a textbook on how to fix yourself. And I and I and I use all her books for almost twenty five years, twenty years or twenty five years as my textbook in teaching how transformation and and uh, spiritual work should be done. That book is on uh, all kinds of Barnes and Noble. Yeah, and and I'll tell you one thing that people have bought the book. I have students who who read the first chapter and never opened it again because they got scared. And because you have to really be disciplined to follow it through. I've known people who had that book just as long as I've been using it and never got to chapter two. So I'm letting you know, if you're not ready to read it, you won't. 
if you are, you'll fight yourself until you get it and you get right through it and then you follow what it tells you and you will you will be so amazed. You start looking at people's auras, you'll start understanding people's behavior like you would not believe. Yeah, you know, I believe like That's I, I could write a book but why would I write a book if somebody wrote the perfect book? All I can do is utilize it. Everybody gets out there to, to write books or they read a book similar, then they write a book and they twist things around and you know, to make money or whatever. I believe that there's nobody, not even Reiki, and, and I'm going to say this really clearly, not even Reiki can get close to what the work that that woman has put into her, into her book. Yeah. Reiki. Oh, I know. Who the lady you're talking about? I was talking about a book that can help you uh, go through a heavy and very uh, stylized transformation. How to clean out your trauma. I'm sorry? What's the name of the book? The name of the book is Hands of Light and Light Emerging. They're, they're two books. Hands of Light? They're textbooks text by Barbara Ann Brennan. Barbara Ann Brennan? Yeah. She was a physicist, uh, and I think she worked for NASA. Like, people couldn't go up in space without her, okay? And then she got out of doing all of that to teach people how energy works. And, and out of all the people that have studied, she is a true energy master. She has a, a school in Florida. And I, and I highly recommend you guys either learning from her, from her books, or going to visit her in Florida and taking her classes. But um, I mean, I'll, I'll every time I'm book. Yeah. Everyone should be interested in fixing things within themselves to get to that spiritual place, what we call spirit. And when you do that, the ETs are going to be very interested in what you are. Because you you start to acquire light, and then they can spot you, they can see you. They're not just out there grabbing anybody. Oh, I know. They uh-huh. grab the interesting one. They take the interesting one. They take the interest in the way you think, the way you act, the way because their interest is to find a better humanity. They left a humanity that was beautiful, and when they came back, it was a mess. And they're coming back, and it's even worse. And so now they want to get ahead of themselves and talk to those that can compliantly fix themselves so that they can channel through you. Like, they don't want to go through a hollow. They want to go through a channel of love. They don't want to go through somebody who's messed up where anything they say could be twisted. Because you're you're like a boomerang. You're the amplifier. But if you're messed up, you're going to warp the message. Randy, so question. that's important. 
Yeah, that's a good point. I couldn't agree more. Uh, the, did, you, did, did you ever, uh, in 1977, there was a message that came through on BBC uh, that uh, interrupted a program at the time, and it was an alien race that was trying to warn us of the path that we were on. I think that was the Pleiadians. Didn't it, didn't it stream through on TV? Yes. Yeah. In the 80s, yes, I remember that. I think those were the Pleiadians. Yeah, that was in 1977. Yeah, I remember researching that. Yeah, those are the Pleiadians. Wow. Hang on. Go real quick. It's, uh, it is that time. Stephen, bear yes. with me, bro. Good show, okay. huh? Do you think? Yes. That's Every everybody is with the Palladians. I frankly don't trust them too much. A lot of what has happened to us has their footprint on it. And so now they, they want to come and, and talk to us about this and this and that, but they're not really giving us the information of what happened. I have been channeling what I call the Green Mothers because I don't have a name for them. They come in groups, and they have shown me the actual genesis of the human race and it's nothing, nothing like what we know, like anything I've ever heard. But then I can go back to Hollywood and any time that these things were being given because the government is attached to Hollywood and, and, and the elites and the Illuminati, they have the information from the archives that they stolen. A lot of the stuff that was in the Library of Alexandria is in the Vatican. And if you ask who burnt it, hello, those same people. So it wasn't that they went in there and burnt the library, they took everything and then burnt an empty library. So all of the accounts of Earth, um, thank God we have the Sumerian text, and then we can go back even to the Emerald Tablets and, and some of these really obscure oh. ancient writings, you know. Right. At Raffi, they just found yeah. uh, a bunch of new mummies, okay? And they believe they were the high priest of thought. Next week. Where did they find Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. We, will just, we will have an after party. I promise. After party. I promise. Steven, we are going to yes. bring Raffi on next week, right? We are going to talk about all kinds of things. Raffi's going to pick the topic. Um, yes. But until then, um, you and I, let's talk about some, you know, whatever we, whatever. We'll, we'll figure something out next week. But again, all everybody. Right. Yeah, this show went in, uh, we're like 20 minutes in overtime here. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I got to go, man. It has been real, no doubt. Everybody, well, I love you guys. And, I, I love you guys. Thank uh, you for having us. I, I will oh, try no. to put those pictures together so that we can have like a really cool conversation about ETs, abduction, what some people call abduction. I, I, and, and yeah, you're that, really so. interesting to listen to. Thank you. Thank you so much. I've been through hell and I'm going through hell right now 
but it's the hell when you're when you're when you're in this world you cannot expect to be happy all the time and to be in that kind of bliss because then you're not rising you're not learning and we learn best this is the way humans were created we learn best from our mistakes when you make a mistake give thanks and go back and look at it and fix it do not just put it under the carpet because that is what we have done that's what we've done with government that's what we've done with healthcare that's what we've done with everything we've we stop handling our business and so in so many levels we need to get back to handling our business and not letting somebody else do it and so that starts with religion spirituality a lot of people are following the next trend it's not entertainment this is diligent practice work and ethics you have to sit down and reconstruct who you are because you have been made in the image of everything that's gone wrong in this world so have mercy on yourself have compassion for yourself and they tell you it's a sin say thank you it is let me go look at it and, and and don't be dismayed because you 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 feel like you're less or you feel depressed because you're not the kind of person you want to be but none of us are the kind of person you want to be no human on this earth is correct because we have gone through a process of life so have mercy and take care of yourselves and love yourselves and look deep at your heart and your mind. Don't just say, well, you know, this is my life. No, own it. This is my life, and it's not going to be at the mercy of other people anymore. I'm going to handle it. That's the attitude. Amen, sister. Yeah, and, and I love it. So I have to that. Says, well, I, okay. I, 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 I drive the bus. Gotta drive the bus and indicate. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I will call you. Talk to you in a minute. Next week, Jackie. Same time, same frequency. Another day, another, another, another day, another experience. Thanks, guys. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.